Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Shop Amazon for last-minute gifts. Great deals for everyone on your list. Gifts for mom and gifts for dad. Even for your sister and your brother, Chad. Ah, shoot, we didn't realize we were supposed to get a gift for our dog walker guy. We almost forgot about our dentist, Dr. Kerr. We didn't expect to get a gift from her. Or our cousin, I forget his name. He got us something nice, better reciprocate. For last-minute deals on gifts for people you forgot. Get fast and free shipping at Amazon. Let me take the dog's little collar off. She's feeling better. Do you know, I thought, do you reckon it was the fly that made her have the diarrhoea for a week? No. Can flies do that? <laughs> I don't think a fly can give a dog the shits. Well, I gave this one. Well, this Actually, is what I mean. What they was on eat the fly? shit, don't they? Well, to be fair, yeah, they do. So you eat shit, you eat, you are what you eat, aren't you? Should have got Gillian McKeith in, shouldn't I, babes? Look at your poo-poo. <laughs> Mwah! Gossip gaze. The gossip gaze. The gossip gaze. Coming up on this week's show, we speak to musical theatre star Jordan Cunningham. You lovely listeners have been sending us your lying letters. And we speak about this weekend's Eurovision. Gaze. <laughs> Oh, yeah, you're all right. Yeah, are you? Have you had a good week? I've actually not seen you all week, really. No. Normally, I see you over the weekend. I'm yeah. here, there, and everywhere. But well, by that you mean kipping on my couch. Yeah. yeah. Normally, a lodge you on your sofa. You're not sofa surfing. Where have you been sleeping? Been rough sleeping? <laughs> no, I've been. Um, I really can't think what I've done this weekend. I went out Saturday night. Hang on, you went to Stephen and Rory's friends. Yes, yeah, so I had a birth- They had. A- it was Rory's birthday, so we had a birthday party, and that was really fun. We watched Eurovision, but we didn't really watch it. Right. Did you watch it? Because I don't watch Eurovision anymore because I no. don't get it. What do you mean you don't get it? Well, I get it. It's all people from all countries yeah. and Australia now. And they all bring a song to the table and they put on a big concert and the best song wins. But it's political, isn't it? So that's why I Yeah, because you off. can't vote for your own country. And didn't the UK get the last, the very the last. bottom one again? The last. Do you know how, do you know why I got asked? Do you know why I got asked to do Eurovision? Right. So this is the story. It's very quickly. Go on. Um, this guy wrote to me, he's written a song for me, it was called Gorgeous, do you remember? I've heard the song, I know. You're absolutely, absolutely gorgeous. gorgeous. <laughs> to me, you are just flawless. Anyway, um, wrote to me, and then we were, I don't remember this guy, but he, he used to do something with the Spice Girls, I want to say Simon Fuller, is that the right man? I know I know that so name. He, I think it's him. So he takes a certain amount of people, songs and artists to this big board meeting right. and then this board who act, 
you can apply online. So then this board who have access to all these online ones go through it all and they bring a certain amount. So we were dealing with him and we were in his however many he brings to the table. Right. Um, And basically he was like, we either might take the song or we might take Danny. That's an option you've got, right, to, you've okay. got to be aware of. So okay. they can take the song, give it to someone else, or they can say, we really like this artist and give put them with a different okay. song. So it's all a bit of mix match, big meeting. Yeah. Anyway, we didn't make the TV show. Let's see if I can find it. I haven't got it. Surely you've got it. There you go. I don't want to listen. I feel oh, really embarrassed. I have to go out the room. Shut up. I feel like I will. Why? Because it's awful. I'm in track. Yeah. I feel ultimate cringe. I'm bright red, I can feel it. Hey, I love you. In every single way. See, it just doesn't go anywhere. Yeah. That's the problem. I remember the first time you ever played me it. And we were all drunk in the cottage and you're like, guys, this is my song. Oh, and we were all cringe. sat there and we were listening to it we were all dancing and we were like this is great because we were pissed we were like this is, I was like this is the best song I've ever heard <laughs> I remember going up to you and pulling uh, no because I remember pulling you to one side and I didn't really know you that well then I said I've got to tell you this song is actually really good <laughs> <laughs> um, my week oh my god brilliant week brilliant because I did a bit of an unsuspecting gig on Saturday just gone right which was Northampton Pride. Why was it unsuspected? Because it was this the second ever Pride in Northampton. Right. And um, they only have one LGBT plus space. And it was off the hook. Felt <laughs> like Beyonce. Did you? Yeah, Beyonce. <laughs> Honest to God. Were they screaming? Yeah, but they just got it. Right. We had a laugh. They enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. Whenever I enjoy the show, they enjoy the show. Yeah. Did you have a um, drink? No. Brilliant. Yeah. Because I know it's, it is easy to just drink in my job because you get free drinks constantly. And oh, just, yeah. Well, every time you go. I'd done another, do two shows that day. So I'd done a Holiday Park before, mm-hmm. which is the same chain as last week where I said they, they put the little, I hate to use the word complaint. Right. They didn't get it. Do you know? Did they this time at the same Holiday Park? Did they love it? Loved it. Right, there we go. So, which is great because obviously I went full of nerves thinking, oh God, do I need to change what I'm doing? And I didn't. I stuck with my guns. I did what I do and it was brilliant. Um, did you so call yeah. them all povos? <laughs> did you? No, and I've never done that, bitch. Okay. Um, but they all got it and it was all nice. So yeah, I've had a really nice week. And going into this weekend, this is bank holiday weekend now. Hmm. So this is going to be... <sighs> busy, busy week. Busy week ahead, girl. Yeah, I'm back to back this weekend, but I'm gonna. Um, I'm not drinking this weekend. I can't be bothered. Really? Yeah, I'm not going out on Sunday. Normally, when it's bank holiday Sunday, I'm like, right, get me out. I'm gonna drive straight home to Leeds. Well, of course, it's my birthday on Monday. Oh, well, I was gonna give you a gift today, but I'm actually gonna give you it next week. Is that because you forgot it? <laughs> That's because I'm not bought it yet. <laughs> <laughs> okay, girl. But anyway. I also did a really random weird gig at the weekend where it was in a hair salon. Oh my God, this is what I wanted to ask you about. Yeah. You DJed in a hair salon in yes. Leeds. Yeah, so they booked me to just DJ for like their party. They had stilt walkers. You, I was on the phone to you and said, right, I've got to go. The stilt walkers, see stilt walkers Yeah, they outside. had stilt walkers. They had drink was flowing. 
Was it rough? Rough? Um, I want to say rough. The salon was beautiful. Clientele was a... Mixed bunch. Mixed bag. Mixed bag. And it was one of those private gigs that I don't really like to do because you're there in it and everybody can approach you like... And then you put this on, put this on. Put that on. Put like that you're on. at a party with Spotify playlist. Yeah. And then they're Fuck like, what? Off. You don't have that song. Yeah. Can you not YouTube it? I'm like, that's not how it works. Yeah. Just plug your phone in if you want and I'll go. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. <laughs> anyway, I had fun. And then I went straight over to Manchester for that. So that was my week. We've had nice weeks. Yeah. But we have also been speaking this week a little bit about lies. And we asked a few <clears throat> people online to get involved. Yeah. But before we go to the people that got involved, I wanted to know, have you got a lie that you've told in your life that you've never told anyone before, but you hold to it, just you? Um, Potentially. <laughs> you look nervous. Well, yes, I don't feel like I can say it on this. Oh, really? Well, yeah, it's definitely a lie that I've kept. Because <laughs> so. I was thinking, I've got like ones from childhood, right? Like, Go on. in my house, who ate the last Viennese whale? Did you say it was the hamster or something ridiculous? Well, no, I blame my brother, but it was actually me. Well, of course it was you. I think my mum knows it's me, but I definitely ate the last Viennese whale and blame my brother. I remember That's the first time I've ever admitted it out loud. It's just one of them lies that I kept for my whole life. You know? I told a really weird lie in primary school. So we'd just gone to Florida and on the plane, they had all the films that yeah. were like, before they came out in this country. And we watched The Princess Diaries. And then when I looked back to school, I was like, oh, my dad's directed this new film that's coming out called Princess Diaries. <laughs> and then they were like, what, really? And I was like, yeah, it's going to come out in like a month or so. Anyway, then it came out in like a month or so and people were like, oh my God. But then this one bitch was like, your dad didn't direct it. Yeah, that would have been me. Yeah, and I was like, <laughs> okay, yeah, I was only joking. But I remember that really weird line. Kids tell the weirdest lies, don't they? I remember yeah. I was girl, actually. Some girl said that she lived next, in between The Rock and Hulk Hogan. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's not even a lie you can keep up, is it? They're American. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Have you ever been bitch. caught out lying? Um, weirdly, like a white lie? Yeah, because in our friendship circle, there was yeah. a moment in time I where I was branded Billy Liar. Yeah, you were, yeah. And I don't think I lie about a lot of things. Obviously, we all tell like white lies, but this one instance came up where I was actually covering for you. No, we've discussed this. You weren't covering for me, honey. You were covering for yourself. Right, actually, yeah, when we think about it. Yeah, I basically said that I got, like, three bottles of vodka and I didn't. I, uh, I lied and said I only bought two, even though we drank one the previous night. Yeah, because we went to an award ceremony and drank a bottle yeah, <laughs> in so the then I was, hotel room. Yeah, so then I was like, oh, no, we only had two. And then my friend was like, that was a lie, I can tell. And I was like, okay, yeah, it was a lie. Yeah. Anyway, then I was still hungover and you all went for food. And then everybody around the table was calling me, you always lied. <laughs> and I was like, do I? But how do you feel about liars? Well, it depends. This is what I mean. Do you know what I mean? Sometimes you tell a lie to protect your mate, don't you? Or, or protect your friend. Or just, or, yeah, it's not necessarily mom. a lie. It's just not the full truth. It's like when but, someone says, my baby cute, and they're not. You can't oh ever say God, no. yeah. You can't go, no, it's ugly. You would how never say that. How cute is little fucking Sutton May? They're all called Sutton May, aren't they, nowadays? <laughs> Lily May, Daisy May. Rosie May. Julie May. Tulip May. <laughs> Theresa May. <laughs> <laughs> how cute little Theresa May yeah she's gorgeous yeah she needs lip filler <laughs> you're not gonna say that no, are you no so I think lies can be useful in certain scenarios I think if if it's a friend who's really close to you and they ask you your honest opinion you need to give oh, an honest you need answer to give it. you need to give an honest answer but sometimes a white lie can just be you know you don't need to tell someone the full truth it's like sugarcoating something 
That's a nice way of putting it. Yeah. Do you know what? It's made me think. I wonder if our mums have ever lied to us. Oh, probably. I think we should. I think we should phone them. Right. Because you know they've got fans on here now. Right. Okay. But I don't tell them we're recording, and yeah. then just see what they say. Yeah. Right. I'll do my mum first. Go on then. Hello. Hi. You okay? So we're just trying to get some content for the podcast. Um, have you ever told me any lies? We talked about lies. Have you lied to me? I ever lied to probably. Yeah. What about? Right, okay, yeah. So that was just you like a, I mean? just to make you feel better. Yeah, white lies. Yeah. I still do it to you now. What in in what way? Am I fat? <laughs> no, I she still say? I still tell you white lies now. Just so um you're not moody. Hi, Hi, um, we are going to record the podcast this afternoon and we're just doing some research uh-huh. and I just wanted to know if you were doing a bit on lies so I just wanted to know if you ever like told me a lie because we we're going to tell um, but I can't see you lying too much to me I've don't break my heart really. mm. no I haven't I've never really lied to you even when you asked me where babies came from I told you I don't think it's good or productive to lie to kids. The only thing I can think of is that you get calls from Father Christmas. I literally can't think of anything else. Like oh, what? I, can, I can remember one. I can remember one. What? When you were three, we had a canary, a yellow canary, <gasps> and it died at the bottom of the cage. And you were you would have been absolutely heartbroken because you loved this canary. Cause you you told me it flew canary. away. And I told you it flew away. Well, I sat at that window for three months looking for it saying I've seen it. <laughs> Yeah, that's the only lie I ever told you, but you were about three at the time. Because you were just right, I remember that now. But I can't think of any other lie I've told you. Right, right, I'll remember that one. My mum just said, I thought of another one as well, when you when you flood your hair dark and I hated it, and when you say, is this meal low-fat show, it's like, yeah, of course it is, and it's not. <clears throat> so basically, your mum never lies to you, and my mum lies to me continuously. That's what we're saying. <laughs> yeah, but you're like your mum now. She's doing that to make you feel good. So is it a lie if you're making someone feel good? Well, yeah. I think I, I, f- I feel like your parents should tell you the truth and be like, actually, no. You, you look, look fat. She makes fatty meals and then lies to me about being fat. Ah, <laughs> 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 oh, that's so your mum. What a bitch. The Gossip Gaze. So this week we asked the listeners... For some of their lies that they might have told. Yeah, we asked you guys on our social medias, which, by the way, if you want to follow us, it's at the Gossip Gaze with a Z, honey, like Liza. Uh, or you can follow our personal profiles. Do you call them profiles? Um, accounts. I don't know. Profile. Profile. Account? Yeah, of course. Yeah. Fuck it. Follow us at the Danny Beard for me. Oh, at DJ Billy Andrew for me. Yeah. That was very melodic, wasn't it? It was like, oh, yeah. No, 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 no. <laughs> so, sifting through them all, I've got one about cheating. Go on then. Because it's like the ultimate dramas. Well, to be fair, l- cheating and lying is like the big no no's, really. They're the two, they go hand in hand. They're like and I thought you big. could help me with this. Go on, why? Well, you're past. What do you mean? Well, you've been cheated on. Right, okay, yeah. And you've been a cheater. Oh, yeah. 
Is that Which, okay to say? Yeah, but I feel like you live and you learn through these things. I'm not saying you are now. People are young. People make mistakes. A cheetah can change its spots. Absolutely. You can dye them. You can trim them. <laughs> so should we go to the listener? Go on then. Uh, this is from Foz DF on Insta. It's a long one. So buckle your seatbelt, bitch. Uh, the gossip gaze. So basically, I had a hunch that my boyfriend at the time, in brackets, definitely not anymore, was lying to me and cheated on me. There was a trust issue uh, developing from it and I actually confronted him because it seemed like he wouldn't have eyes just for me. He denied it completely, so I just shrugged it off and apologised. I went on his laptop when he was at work because suspicions were rising. He had cheated on me with 17 other <gasps> Men! Men! Uh, is it is this person a man? <laughs> yeah, right. it's called the gossip gays. Don't Man, be so okay. shocked when gay people want to talk to us. <laughs> man, <laughs> he cheated on me with seventeen other men, which included the likes of sexting, sleeping with them, etc. That I know about through Facebook Messenger. And to add fuel to the fire, as to why I had the hunch originally, we were in bed having a little cuddle, and he got a FaceTime from a random person. And it was a guy masturbating, masturbating, and on the ma- oh, hang on, I'm just actually going to use the words they've used. It was a guy jerking it on the bathroom floor. Ooh, I hate that term. <laughs> well, in that scenario, I think you should always trust your gut anyway. This is well. The reason I wanted to talk about this one is because he says he cheated on me seventeen times that he knows of. That he knows of. Which including texting other guys, yeah. speaking to other guys, and sleeping with them. So, what do you define as cheating? Because I don't know if I would Where class you, speaking to somebody else. It as depends cheating. how you were speaking to them. Like, what's what? the intent? Like, what are you intending on getting out of this? But that's very subjective, as well. Like, how, how would I know what my partner was intending if they were just chatting normally? Unless it was very sexual, the conversation. Of course. But if it was just, hi, how's your date, blah, blah, blah. What, what you... But then I always think, if your partner's speaking to someone you don't know... It's a bit odd. And it's like, hi, how are you? It's a bit like, well, bitch. What are you speaking who's to? This yeah, who's this like, person? You yeah. care so much to ask about the fucking work day because you don't ask me about mine. Yeah. So I suppose, yeah, always trust your gut. But what is cheating Se- any sexual contact kissing i think it like sending pictures oh is that cheating i think so yeah right unless your partner's not aware of it if they know and they're not asked and do what you want yeah but it's the it's the whole deception and deception it away the thing isn't it yeah like you're not but i telling... can't believe this person shared this story i know so thanks foz so i've got another listener and they used to lie when they was in year four. They said it was a bit of an addiction, really. A lying addiction. Wow. I know. Um, so People most... do get addicted to lying, though. Do you know what? I think I know someone that's addicted to lying. Because I used to work with somebody who I used to out and out ask them certain things on purpose because I knew they were going to lie about it. Yeah, I do the same when I know someone's a liar. And then they lied about it and I was thinking, I know you're lying. But do they know that they're lying? Anyway, so this person had an addiction to lying when they were younger. And in year four, they convinced their teachers that they had an older sister in prison. Um, and they actually don't even have an older sister. And when the teachers reached out to their mum in case she needed support, she was obviously really confused. I guess I just wanted an older sister. Or maybe I'm just effed up. 
do you know what though my this just reminded me actually my little brother did something very similar what did he do told everyone he was getting a little sister or a little brother that my mum was pregnant and then you know they have different books to read different books to read they have different books to read each week kids they put how what to do with my new baby brother or sister right all these books in jake's folder yeah and was saying to me mum at the playground gate like congratulations and she was like yeah yeah yeah. she was fuming needless to say she lost a bit of weight after it so it is a good really yeah oh no but do you think he? Why did he say that? Kids though? just make shit up, don't they? Yeah, that, I, maybe that's what. Maybe people that lie when they're grown up, they just haven't grown out of being a kid in their head. Maybe. The gossip case. So I saw something on your Instagram this week, actually. What? You're doing a podcast live without me. How dare I you? I am. <laughs> it's. I'm a guest on a live podcast, which I believe if you are quick enough. You can still grab the last few remaining tickets. Brilliant. It's going to be on Friday the 31st of May, 7 o'clock in Liverpool at Studio 2 Par Street. And it's Jess Ellis Dilemmas Live. She's from Hollyoaks, if you don't know who she is. She was in Hollyoaks. She's got a great podcast. You've been a guest on there before. Yeah, and you know what? I had probably one too many to drink and I was raring to go because I was so nervous doing a podcast with someone else. But How do you think it's going to be live? I'm ha- this is my going to be my first live experience of podcast. I better come back and I'm like, oh my God, we need to do a live show. Right. But um, tickets are only 15 quid. You can get them on eventbrite.co.uk forward slash uh, dilemmas with Jess Ellis live. Or you can head over to the dilemmas um, Instagram and grab your tickets there. But in answer to your question, what do I think it's going to be like live? I have no clue. Because just like we do listeners' letters, she answers real tough dilemmas on her show. I don't know what to wear yet. You don't need drag. Duh. Yeah. Kind of look gorgeous. Okay. Come and get tickets. Come and see me. Liverpool, 31st of May. The Gossip Gaze. Jordan Cunningham. <laughs> go on, go on. Get your list brown. Jordan man. Cunningham. That was lovely. Say it again. Jordan Cunningham. Jordan Cunningham, Jordan Cunningham, Jordan Cunningham. Jordan's on the show today. Uh, you may know him if you're a fan of uh, Jamie the Musical from yeah. the West End smash hit. He's in West Side Story currently and he's going into Priscilla. UK tour of Priscilla, Queen of the Desert. You know actors are my favourite kind of people. You were a musical theatre geek and still are. Yeah. Yeah, you love it. You know me. I'm, yeah. When I'm cleaning up, I'm like, take me for what I am. Oh. What's that one? Rent. No, I mean that. Oh. Don't tell me not to live, just sit and putter. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that one. You are... Likes candy and the sun's a ball of butter. You, um, you love that one. <laughs> yeah. I don't listen to musicals as much anymore. Only in the car on my own. Right. Or with Joe. I've managed to get him onto a few good ones. We sing Does he sing together. along? I can't imagine him, like, singing along. So this is the thing. Go on. Side note. Side track. Ultimate. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. If I catch him singing... He goes mad, so I have to pretend that I, kn- I have to pretend that I've not noticed he's singing along. So he used to stop the music and like look at him, right? And he'd be like, "Stop it, stop it!" And I'd be like, "Okay," because he can actually hold a tune, right? Yes, I am a bit of a West End Wendy, so he was a nice interview to have. And also chatting online, he was one of the he's one of the guests that wanted to be on the show, which feels nice. Yeah, weirdly, you had loads of connections, which you'll find out in the interview. But yeah. it was like, wow, these people are like. 
So and so. Yeah, it's like your souls were meant to meet on this podcast. Because <laughs> <laughs> you'll listen back to that and be like, he just fancies me or something. Weird, but you don't. Um, also, it was the first guest we've had over here in my living room, innit? Yeah. But he was a nice guest. I hope you enjoy it. So this is when me and Billy met the lovely... Jordan Cunningham. Jordan what? <clears throat> Cunningham. Jordan what? It, it's my bite and it's my tongue. Go on. <laughs> Jordan Cunningham. Gunnilingas. Today we are joined by the gorgeous. Uh, I say that to everyone. So what are we going to do, by the way, if we ever get like a... A minging guest. Yeah. <laughs> no, if we get a minging guest, because I won't say the word gorgeous. Yeah. Anyway, super gorgeous. Jordan Cunningham. Hi, my what, love. What do your friends call you? Jordan. Jordan. My mum calls me Jord. Oh. Where are you from? The Wirral. Oh, you're from the Wirral. I grew up in the Wirral. Yeah, babe. My accent's gone, though. I'm yeah, say you don't have the accent yeah. at all. But, like, I can just go back into it, you know what I mean? Like, oh, yeah. my God. <laughs> what school did you go to in the Wirral? Uh, it was called Sutton High School. Oh, I've never heard of Sutton High School. You went yeah. really stars then. It was <laughs> yeah. in Ellesmere Port. That's where I grew up. Oh, hang on, honey. What? Let me just take my glasses onto the top of my head. Ellesmere Port's not the Wirral. Yes, it is. Right, okay. It is. We'll have this another time. Right. Well, what would you what would you call it? That's like really woolly back. <laughs> no, <laughs> see, here's my argument. I am not... Woolly back is St. Helens, isn't it? Yeah, it is, to be fair. Yeah, I'm not a I just back. like to wind people up that are from there. I had a girlfriend, though, once from Ellesmere Port. <laughs> Seriously, she was really lovely. How's she doing? <laughs> Honestly? Yeah. I met her... This isn't about me, this is about Jordan. Right, I I met, I'll let you know as well, Jordan. I met her um, recently and she's got a baby. So I made a lucky escape, really. Because <laughs> I couldn't have all these plants and a baby. Yeah. But today we are joined by actor, voiceover artist, as oh, we've just found out. It. Is there any more strings to your bow you'd like us to add right now? Not really. Um, Would you call yourself a dancer? You dance. No, I guess so. I guess... Um, movement. Movement. <laughs> movement, darling. And I'm musical theatre, I guess. Um Act, dance, sing, triple threat, you know. Oh, oh you know, no. bro. You know, you know. And, and a successful one at that, because where we first came to recognise you, if you will, mm-hmm. was Jamie the Musical. Um, so that's where a lot of people are going to know you from, mm-hmm. I'd say, because that was such a big smash. It was. Tell us about tell us about that experience for you. Yeah, it was, it was a huge deal for me. It was my West End debut. So I'd really struggled to, because I graduated college in 2014. And then really struggled to even book a job just because of how I looked. Right. Because I wasn't white and I wasn't black. Okay. So people would kind of look at me and go, oh, I just don't yeah. know where to put you. Um, but a lot's changed in like two, three years in regards to like colorblind casting and stuff like that. So, but my first job was West Side Story, the original version, uh, which was wow. amazing. But yeah, but I met Johnny Butterell, the director of Jamie doing the workshop of Jamie that was my first Brilliant. and that yeah. was in Sheffield right no so that was in London at oh, the, okay. in the umbrella rooms in Shaftesbury Avenue so before it even went to Sheffield oh, okay. we all sat in a, in a in a circle of chairs reading this script with songs that are now no longer in the show like testing bits out what worked what didn't work for a week and then kind of left left it at that and then Johnny Butterall then called me back to do like a concert with like Sheila Hancock and Bradley Walsh wow. for like a week without even auditioning which was amazing so I worked with him for a second time and then when I found out Jamie was going to Sheffield, I couldn't do it because I was on tour, which I was gutted about. And then, then I found out that the cast were then transferring to West End, which I was even more gutted about. I was like, oh my God, yeah. I can't do it. Yeah. Ah. And then I looked at the cast and the guy who had done my role in Sheffield wasn't doing it. So I was like, 
Hi, girl. <laughs> Hi, it's me. Yeah. Um, so I emailed Johnny and just said, you know, can I come in and audition for the role again? And obviously he's absolutely happy, but obviously there's a dance element to it now. Uh, so yeah, auditioned for... So you dug out your dusty tap shoes? Yeah, I did. Well, it was commercial, yeah. which I was terrified at because I'm not a commercial dancer. Not. To be fair... Not naturally. The movements in it are slick. Uh-huh. But I'm, as you know, I'm an, I'm an SFJ, right? I'm a still a fat girl. But I feel like when I watch it, and I think this is part of to do with the success as well, because a lot of young theatre kids love Jamie the Musical at the minute. Don't yeah. they? When they watch it, I do think the dance moves, well, in my head, seem quite achievable. Would you agree? Well, this is am why... I, am I make, am no. I, do you make them look easier than they are? No, 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 no. So this is what Kate Prince, the choreographer wanted and that's oh, okay. why we really struggled because she said my goal is for you to be performing as dancers yes but you need to look like your 16 year olds dancing in front of your mirror in the bedroom yeah right. okay so all of us especially myself i'm really technical like technical jazz ballet tap that that's that's my same as us isn't that, it babe? <laughs> that's my go-to give me a high kick and a paddleball ray any day of the week oh, okay. which is why i can't wait for priscilla give me a high kick and a heel but um so i really struggled to make it look natural okay right. like she drilled me like it was stressful which well, did a great job yeah. yeah 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 it took its time but it got there and then we all it, it was really hard to kind of process especially as like a professional where you're told you need to look uh, you know a certain way so you how long were you and jamie for just before 16 months wow from rehearsals to when i left in in january so this, i left six months ago in the next week which is nuts did you realize how big of a smash hit it would be at the time when you was doing these rehearsals or um, Did you have an inkling or was it a big, nice surprise for everybody? We all loved it. Yeah. So it was like, it became real because we were creating it from scratch. And I think as a performer, it's really rare to start a show that nobody knows about that isn't based on a, I know it's loosely based on a documentary, but yeah. isn't based on a book or, yeah. or, or anything like that. And we all kind of were part of the creative process. So it was really personal and precious to us. So we wanted it to work, but we didn't know whether it was going to work because also we had no celebrity in there as well yeah so for like a new show coming onto the west end that was a big risk especially for the producer to take on not putting anybody of um of kind of what's the word i'm looking for credibility i guess pulling power yeah pulling power the pps right 10 million instagram followers kind of Uh thing to do um so audiences were a little bit bare the first kind of six weeks and we were like Oh fuck! Right, because yeah. um, you great know, great rehearsal period. Yeah, we had six weeks. Do you know what I mean? Um, so that was amazing. So, but we kind of went in there, and it was like we were like, okay, what's going to happen? And then there were rumours it was going to close in March. I was like, no, um, especially because it was my West End debut. I was like, I, I need, I need to be here for a full year. Yeah. But then through word of mouth, and you know what? Through I, I hate to say it, but I feel a lot through the power of the gays. You know, through the LGBTQ mm-hmm. plus. Blah 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 blah. Yep. I remember being like, "Have you seen Jamie?" When it when the show went live, there was no celebrity in it. Mm-hmm. But of course, we saw over the period of time some good big names, shall yes. we say, yes. join the cast. Um, what was that like for you? And um, can you tell us a little bit more about who yeah. you were with and what they were like? I mean, there was a rumor that Michelle. I mean, I, I'm obsessed with Drag Race. I love Drag Race and always have. Um, so when there was a rumor of Michelle Visage, because she came to see the show, I'm going to say maybe quite early on 
and like because RuPaul retweeted the show and I have no yeah, idea. Yeah, and, and she I, loved it, didn't she? And I have no idea why he retweeted the show, but because I know our writer lives in LA, so maybe right. something happened there. I don't yeah. know. But she came to see the show and I was gobsmacked. I was like, oh my god. And she was like, I love it. And then like six months later, Tams in the original Miss Hedge was due to leave, and we were like, oh, I wonder who it's gonna be. And then somebody said, you know, oh, I've heard it's Michelle Visage. I was like, oh, fuck off. Yeah. She's yeah. not going to do that. And then they Back announced it was going to be, and I couldn't believe it. And I always kind of remember the first day of rehearsals, like walking down into like the bar area where we're doing a read through of the class. And she was just there in her Uggs and a <laughs> big pair of glasses. And, yeah. And her trucky bottoms just like, and I was like, oh. <laughs> okay, cool cool yeah but you know working with her because she was there for four months i think yeah like, it, was quite a, it was quite a long time she for like a long run for just like a celebrity appearance yeah and she used she just became like a mum oh i love michelle i feel like she probably missed home now yeah she she did miss, she went home for christmas i think yeah. and her husband came a lot i think she missed her daughters a lot oh. but then like, once michelle came that's when i feel with her platform on twitter and instagram other celebrities came in, you know, all the drag race lot, drag race lot came in. Yeah. Um, Jesse Tyler Ferguson. Ian do you Mac- do you ever get told when you've got somebody in? Yes. So we get told in warm up if we okay. want to stay or, or not stay. And obviously, some celebrities don't want to have a photo and stuff. Um, there were some people that didn't want a photo, which was fine. Yeah. But when Maggie Smith came through the door, I was dead. Oh, dead. Yeah. I was like, oh my God, it's Professor McGonagall. Dead. <laughs> That's the thing, because I dead. really wouldn't want to know. And I mean, it's completely different to what you're doing. But I know when I'm in Panto, we've had Baby Spice in. We've had a few celebs in. Yeah. I don't want to know they're there. Yeah. Because if I know Baby Spice is sat watching me, I'm going to be like... <laughs> sure. It's interesting because I love knowing. Okay. But I know some people, some people in the cast, no, don't tell me, don't tell me, don't tell me. Um, but it kind of makes me up my game. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Even though I should up my game all the time. Right, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but we're only human, though, right? Yeah, of course. But when I know somebody's, and I'm like, oh yeah, like, come on, this is this is awesome. This is my moment. Yeah, especially when Ian McKellen was, and I was like, this is this is awesome. Like, when am I ever going to see Maggie Smith and Ian McKellen in the space of three weeks? It's yeah. brilliant, amazing. Yeah. So moving away slightly from Jamie, mm-hmm. um, you're a re- you're a really established actor. You're doing a lot, uh-huh. and you you're currently in West Side Story, which I'm going to come back to because I'm desperate for tickets. Mm-hmm. We both are, um, but you're going into Priscilla, aren't you? I am, and we're very excited. Do you know? Have you had anything through yet? What's the process? There, I've had where, to get where a, you're at right now. I've had to get a wig wig cap fitted where okay. they put the plastic the plastic. Yeah. I've had that done. I'm still not sure about the makeup process because if they ask me to do my own makeup like they're doing kinky boots, I'm terrified because I'm going to look like a hot mess. So right. I remember seeing quite a while ago uh-huh. that the ensemble for Priscilla had like masks. masks. So the eyebrows and the makeup were, were kind of on. I mean, that Are would they be... still doing that? I hope so. Otherwise, you're going to laugh at me when you see it. <laughs> <laughs> Are people going to be like, who's that baby queen first time in drag? <laughs> um... But no, I am. I'm really excited. I saw Priscilla when it was on in town in London, and saw it five times actually. I, I loved it. It just made me feel so happy. What, what is it you love so much about Priscilla? Because it's 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 very gay, but it's a very it's quite a jukebox musical, isn't it? It's very jukebox. It's very camp. Written very very gay. But I think it's just nice to have fun sometimes. Like I love doing serious stuff, but sometimes the campy 
fun, glittery, high heels, everyone having a good time is is right up my street as well sometimes. Yeah, and I think as a performer, maybe part of it comes from, I don't want to say a selfish side, but uh-huh. if that audience is there, and from start to finish, every song is a banger. Every song they already know, so they're boogieing along. The, and when the audience are just sat there beaming back at you, just feel good, isn't it? Do you know what I mean? And also... I always used to wonder when watching Drag Race, oh, I wonder what I'd look like in drag. I really want, I really wanted to do it. Um, but I can only draw stick men, so it's like, there's no God knows how I'm going to do anything on my face. Um, but when I got the chance to do it in Jamie, and I was like, oh, this is so cool. And then I always wanted to do Priscilla, but I remember the breakdown for Priscilla in town, you had to be over six foot. Okay. I'm only five nine, so I was like, "Oh well, that's 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 never going to happen for you me." You never think but... about putting like a little wedge in your shoe for the audition. <laughs> Fuck that! After a while, I'll be falling over with a wedge. <laughs> um... Sorry, I've got a cough. I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, I'm like... <laughs> now it's a tour. You we were saying just before you set up, it's a tour. Yes. And now, as obviously, actors aren't always, um, what's the right word that I'm looking for? Propelled, propelled. Actors aren't always thrilled at the fucking thought of doing a tour. No, they're I'm not, because I'm not thrilled at doing a tour. Uh, I toured with a show called The Buddy Holly Story yeah. and I, uh, three years ago and hated the whole process. So I actually say, like, whenever we get guests on, we, we have a little sit down and we think we know stuff about them. We, we obviously we do a little Google of your name and we saw when you toured with Buddy Holly... One of the articles, you know what I'm going to say to you. One of the articles. You're going to say about Birmingham? Yes! (laughs) One of the articles says actor. In fact, hang on, I've got it up. Oh, babe, you're killing me. Actor brands, Birmingham Hotel, possibly the worst in the UK, and urges others not to stay here. Yeah. The only reason I'm bringing this up is because I've done the exact same thing. I've stayed in this hotel that you stayed in <laughs> and it's got, sta- I was telling these, it's yeah. stains, isn't it? Stains Bait. up the walls, brown. I thought I walked into a horror film. It was, yeah. I was with my friend Kerry and I, I literally didn't even unpack my bags. I said, I, babes, we can't stay in here. They were so unhelpful and so rude. Yeah. And then obviously bougie attention seeking me at the time. I've grown up a lot in the past three years. <laughs> but like at the time I was like, this is fucking Taking it to Twitter? This, oh, I took it to Twitter. Next minute I put it on TripAdvisor. This is how it happened. Oh, I put it on TripAdvisor. Then the da- the was it, what, what, the Daily Mail, I should have known the minute I saw yeah, Daily exactly. Mail. Um um, asked me, we'd love to have an interview. Obviously, my ego was like, oh, I'm getting oh, yeah, an yeah, put me yeah, in the bitch. press. And obviously, I slated them to fuck. And then they posted it and then was trolled on, <laughs> trolled on Twitter by every citizen of Birmingham. Like, you were trolled? Yeah, oh, like, no. You, you, you fucking posh bastard. You know, obviously, you're not on that much money. Otherwise, you stay at the Radisson Blue. <laughs> <laughs> Um, okay girl like, well actually ah. we moved to the Radisson <laughs> do you know I had the same experience and I was on a tour and I tweeted this has got to be possibly one of the worst hotels I've ever stayed in and the tour manager rang me up said how dare you oh yeah I got in trouble with my company yeah. manager how dare you you've made us look you've made us look cheap um, <laughs> and anyway and sent me those details through of a new hotel <laughs> but I have to say jokes aside if you're in Birmingham, there's some hotels to avoid, and that's but why I, it's still going though. And it, it, it's it's out over a hundred like one star reviews, and I'm like, when when I opened when I look at the mattress, there was like a brown 
Honey, we had handcuff marks on the bed. <laughs> I mean, we, I've stayed in some dives, but honestly, that was another level. But I just thought it was funny. That oh, that's hilarious. Little, you yeah, brought that up. A little connection. <laughs> <laughs> uh, listen, we had a few people ask some questions for you. So I'm okay. going to get them up. We had some young... I've actually not... I've not, I've not seen these questions oh, yet. You know, so I'm oh, quite that's excited. Good, that's a nice effort that you put into the show. <laughs> you didn't send me them. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't send me the questions. So this is a cute question. Okay. Question from a listener. So from Jens, Jensen Steel Official. Did you say that was Jensen? We're going to call you Jensen, Jensen honey. Jensen, yeah. Jensen says, what's it like remembering several parts in one show? Question mark. And then his hashtag, respect for the understudy. Thanks, bitch. <laughs> um, it is, it can be stressful. I mean, I wasn't a swing. People should be bowing down to swing so you have to learn like 12 tracks yeah uh and like sometimes just get thrown on last minute if somebody's injured um for me it was it was okay because it was um, three is quite manageable um and a lot of the time if i was doing my split track you know by the time i remember the first time i did it i was terrified first of all i'd never been in drag i wasn't sure whether everything because there's there's three reveals in that one number so i'm in yeah. the coat and then the white dress and then the red dress and they're like you have to make sure you stand in the right place otherwise the wardrobe can't take the dress off to reveal the red dress what i was just gonna say can i have a quick side note interruption go on how do they do that okay oh should i tell you would you want to keep the magic of theater alive? i think the magic of theater can you tell us after the I'll show tell you, I'll... every time it happens i'm like how does that happen? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'll tell you after because I'm not sure I'll get an email from Nymax. Oh, okay. How dare you? <laughs> yeah, okay, fair enough. Sorry. I'll, t- I'll tell you after, babe. I'll tell, tell you after. after. Um, it just takes a lot of preparation, always being ready, I guess. And you, you, you train for that. That's why, you know, I really do push for people who have trained or have experience to be in a show rather than getting somebody off a reality TV show to do things because you can't... It, it's a skill to be able to just swap yeah mid-show and change characters and things like that in in one go so it just takes practice should we have another question go on we we had some random questions let me ask you oh so i wanted to know things like is there any young theater kids out there that want to get involved you know maybe want some advice well Someone's going to ask from a top or a bottom. <laughs> no, no, no. Well, that did get asked, but I wasn't going to ask for it. <laughs> and and it like was from at DJ Billy Andrew on, <laughs> <laughs> on Twitter. So I don't know. Uh, no, uh, the name, the name, Sulse, everyone has these crazy fucking Instagram names Yeah, nowadays. the name handles are weird, aren't they? The name Sulse just responded, can you ask um, who he wants to win Drag Race, please? Or... <laughs> If it's afterwards, who he thinks should have should won drag, have race, drag race. <laughs> what a weird question. <laughs> so there you go. That's from the name Sulf. Gorge. The name okay. Sulf wants to know who you want to win drag race this season. I think Brooklyn Heights should win drag race. Yeah, I'm Hang Brooklyn, on. That was what? a very pageant answer, Billy. Why? She said should win. Okay. Who do you want to win? win? Um... I really like now I'm under pressure because I can't remember all their names. Um, I'm terrible for that. Yeah, Don't worry. You know you Describe can see their them, faces. I'll help you. Um, who do I really like? Because Bro- I do like Brooklyn Heights, but I re- I re- like Silky. No, not no. into Silky. She annoys the crap out of me. She she's delusional. I think. <laughs> just just a well, I feel like do you <laughs> not just feel like RuPaul likes that for some reason? Yeah, well RuPaul I don't th- I don't think he, I don't think he should have got rid of Nina West. I agree. I agree. agree. We agree. That makes me a bit sad. Yeah. Um, but who do I really like? 
No, maybe maybe I will say Brooklyn Heights. Yeah, yeah. And also talking, I used to drill and uh, Michelle about what went okay, on behind okay. the scenes because we used to sit in the crossover and I just used to ask her question upon question upon question. Um, because I remember talking to her about when Alyssa Edwards got um, kicked off from All Stars and I was livid. Yeah. And I was like, what is this? And she was like, oh no, like... What you don't, what you see is like we sometimes me and Rue get really annoyed because the way they edit it, like okay. they'll do like a look, but it will be a look at something else not related to what yeah. you've just seen. That's reality, yeah. isn't it? And I was like, oh god. I also know that Hoosh doesn't like to work with either, but I won't say anything. Tell us after. Tell, Tell us, us after. after. I mean, we we've heard we we I've heard the stories from when I did the season ten tour. I hosted the UK season did ten you? tour, and some of them are very grateful for the opportunity, and they've been working out. For many, many years, people like Asia O'Hara yep. in season 10 say. And then there's other people that were just very new, very young, like Aquaria, who very much believed the fantasy and, you know, acted a little bit like a dick, Yeah, to be fair. I've heard stories. You know? Yeah. Um, so I, th- I think it's interesting to see how it translates. Yep. Let's see. Where are there instances in the show? Well, we know we went on for Jamie, so you went on for Jamie, didn't you, Jamie New? Did you not go on for Jamie New? No. Oh, okay. There, there, there's a story. I feel like you went on for Jamie. Well, the, the, well there did. is a question here. Were there incidents in the show where you nearly went on for Jamie? Yeah, so I did... How it happened was I didn't expect ever to be offered Jamie. It wasn't in... Because they were pale, white and blonde. I was yeah. like, well... And I knew that Leighton... I knew very early on that Leighton was going into it. So I was like, well, that will be for next contract, even yeah. if it was to be considered to be first cover. Uh, so when I got the phone call being like, you know, we'd like to offer Jordan second, I was like, okay, wow. amazing, fantastic, like first Jamie of colour, like great, awesome, amazing what you're doing with the show. And then we kind of sorted out the contract. And so I was made to believe that if John and Luke, who was alternate and went on yeah. every Monday, couldn't be there, then I would go on. And so when that happened, when Luke went off and John wasn't there, they called John back instead. In which, okay, I was na- politics. in which I was naturally very livid. Yeah, yeah um, of course. Because it wasn't explained to me. Because, you know, I was like, I'd done two dress runs. I'd done the full show, not one. You know, I had to learn the role in a week. So I essentially had like a week's intense Jamie boot camp. And then was expected to do a full dress run, lights, music, costume, costume changes wow. in a week. And I did it. So I was like, well, yeah, I'm ready. And I, I want to go on. But it never happened. Oh, it's a shame. No, and Do you feel like if you ever got offered that opportunity again, it's something you would take? Mm, no. Only because, I mean, I did I did think that for a while. Yeah. I'd, I would love the, because I, I remember before I got Priscilla, before I even got Westside, I knew that it was going on tour. Um, and I was like, oh, I really love the opportunity. But after all of that sort of show business politics yeah. happened, it left a bit of a bitter taste in my mouth. Um, I mean, everything's fine now. You get over yeah, it. it. That's show yeah. business. Like it's, it's harsh and it's cutthroat and they do what works for them, not work, what works for you. Um, so it was a big learning curve for me, but would I do it again? No, because I loved it and I loved my time there and I want to keep that as, as a lovely memory. I'd hate to do it again. And yeah. it wasn't the same. And it wasn't the same. And, um, and I don't want to end up doing a show that I end up resenting. Oh, I remember coming out of stage door once. This is hilarious. Coming out of stage door once. And some of the Jamie fans were a little bit intense. Uh, they they sometimes felt like they were almost a part of... The show. The show. And I remember... 
I remember coming out once and I was haggard and tired. I had bags under my eyes. I think it was the week of the Olivier. So we'd been rehearsing all day and then doing a show and then rehearsing all day and then doing a show. So I was tired and I came out and the girl went to me, are you okay? I was like, yeah, I'm fine. She's like, because you weren't up to par tonight, were you? I went, oh. Hmm? She's like, yeah, like uh, uh, some things were a bit unpolished. I noticed because you're usually so polished. I was like, <laughs> you know, you're a human, not a robot. Now, move, bitch. But, the, but this this girl's like 14. I was like, um, you know, you, you, I was speak. I was like, it's the internet world we live in. People feel. I feel like people are starting to act like they can act on the internet. Yeah, it's it's terrifying. Do you know what? Thanks for coming round today. My pleasure. It's absolutely baking hot today. I'm stunning Sweaty. outside. There's a fly trapped in this room with us, which is knocking me sick. <laughs> so it's time to open the doors and finish off the pink gins. You're on water because you're a true professional. I know. And you swing swig. Sw- what is wrong speak? with you today? <laughs> and you're swagging off. Swagging off. What's swagging off? You're swagging off. I can't speak. You're, You're swanning off. off to a gym session now. I've got a gym session and then I'm going to do a show at West Side Story. You know, do you know what I mean? Do you know what I mean, kids? Hard. This is a hard life. So thank you for um, popping us in your busy, busy schedule. Thank you for having me. And the next time I see you, you'll be on stage. Yes, you'll have to let me know when you're coming. What of day course, coming. well, I'll be on front row. Gorge. Like that. Hey, hey, it's me, it's me. Look at me. Make eye contact with me. So we'll see you soon. Brilliant, thank you so much. Thank you, darling. Bye. The Gossip Gaze. It's the end of the show, but next week's the special show. It's your birthday show. Is next week going to be my birthday show? I, I think so. We're going to record it the day after your birthday. We're going to record it. So it's your it. birthday week show. The birthday week show. Then the week after that, we're in Amsterdam. But yeah, we just want to keep the content fresh for you guys. So if you have been to Amsterdam, hit us up with places to go. And also next week, we're going to be talking about birthdays. So we want to know your funniest birthday stories. Yep. Funny birthday stories. Birthday memories. Birthday memories. We're going to yep. take a trip down birthday memory lane, girl. Yes. Um. So while you're there, no, I don't know why I said while you're there. Mm-hmm. I wanted to say... Get involved with the show. So to get involved in the show or next week's birthday episode, hit us up on our Instagram, which is at the Gossip Days with a Z, or our Facebook, or our Twitter. Yeah, all the same handle at the Gossip Gaze. Mm-hmm. Should we spell that out? No. Get us. And you can get involved. So we hope you've had a lovely day listening to us wherever you are on the tram, on the train. In prison. On the plane. On the plane. Listen to us wherever and whenever you can, my gorgeous people. And we will see you soon. You're absolutely (laughs) gorgeous people. (laughs) That's better not be in the show. Absolutely gorgeous. (laughs) (laughs) See you later, guys. The Gossip Gaze. Hey, folks. I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. 
Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns.